just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here with Matt and Jess. Hey Dave, hey Jess. Hi Matt, hi Dave. Sorry Hello, if that everyone. was loud. It wasn't. Why am I saying that? Why would you say that? Fucking, f- I just made, made Dave look. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, like he, it's like he finally found the microphone and, <laughs> yeah. it, and it scared him a little bit. 107 episodes in and now we know what Matt sounds like. Woo! <laughs> Easy, mate. Easy. Didn't want to commit to a big woo there because I was afraid I'd be too loud, Dave. Better check it. Ah, made him look. Ugh. You dickhead. Yeah, you looked at the monitor twice. I feel like an idiot. Hey, Dave, what's over there? Oh, <laughs> I responded to points. You know, um, I saw our good friend Mark Bonanno just last week. From Auntie Donna. From Auntie Donna. And you know that fucking trick of, oh, you got something on your shirt, and then they smack you in the nose? He got me twice with that. Yeah. I'm 27. Smack me in the nose once. Shame on you. Smack me in the nose twice. And you and could uh, feed a whole village. You're mixing a couple of phrases there, Matty, but it. it's still good and applicable. How long in between first and second flick? Like an hour or so? Oh, no. No, no. Yeah. I, feel like, I felt like a damn fool. Hey, Jess, what's that? No, I'm not. No, he got me. It is funny, fun when people discuss. Matt, what he did was she didn't look down and he flicked her anyway. I love that strategy. The commit to it. No, fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to flick your nose, mate. Yeah. I'm going to hit your nose like a naughty dog. Please don't do it to me because I am susceptible to nosebleeds. Okay. I don't want to start a nosebleed. I, I believe that. It is actually I true. believe you're that. A, you're a fragile. Look, I thought that I had nosebleeds pretty bad, but you remember in um, primary school when you had to go out and you'd wear a name tag in case you got lost and... Well, you have that? I think you know, Dave, that I grew up in a time before primary right, school. Sorry. <laughs> before any schooling. Yeah. So I remember I was quite an old man when schooling came in. I'm like, this will never catch yeah. on. <laughs> how'd Learning. You, how'd you feel when they introduced the first iPod? I'm just, I haven't, sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit behind. I haven't caught up that far. When, when do they come in? Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, oh boy. boy. iPod. <laughs> 
iPod. iPod. Anyway, yeah, anyway, what about the name tags? Anyway, if I could continue my very boring story, if, Please. I, if I could. I want nothing more. No, it's just um, you would have a name tag, Matt. So if you got lost away from the group, you weren't taken out by a wolf. And um, <laughs> that makes name, sense. Name tag obviously protects you from wolves. Yeah, they can and read. You would have like if you had asthma, it was a you know Dave Wanagi asthma, which I fortunately didn't because have. Because wolves won't eat asthmatics. Oh my god, that's how you get asthma. And is um, that how you get it? Yes. <gasps> there was a kid who had um he had um, nosebleeds written on there, and then when we went to a, a cinema once, he wasn't allowed to sit up in the back rows in case the height of the cinema caused him to get a oh, nosebleed. Your teachers were idiots. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? This is why I said schools will never catch on. Because I mean, who's going to want to teach? Mm. <laughs> idiots. Mm-hmm. Both my parents are teachers. <laughs> um, I apologise. They are very disappointed in it's you. It's weird right now. that they work as. Um, obviously, the teaching wasn't invented. When you were a man. Yeah, yeah if you thought Matt was old, fuck. His, his parents, parents are relics. Got a quite a complicated family tree. Yeah. Well, it's, look, we don't have time to go into it. Much like Cleopatra, you are married to your sister. No. Huh. What a way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to find out. Anyway... We've got to get cracking. We've got to crack into this episode. I'd love to. Which is uh, one that's been voted by uh, the patrons. Our Patreon supporters have voted on this topic. And we love a Dave Warnicky topic because it means Matt and I get to be the sass twins. Yeah. And shit all over your tiny little body. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, Fuck you're going to have to have some pretty good aim to shit on this thin stick. <laughs> I say pointing to my cock. <laughs> Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. Sorry about that. Welcome, new listeners. <laughs> um, so, you know, on this show, one thing we all love, especially Jess Perkins, we love a good name. Yes. So, what we do is, for my reports lately, we've been, um, I've been putting three topics out there for our Patreon supporters to choose from. Yep. So, what I did was I went through our hat of uh, listener suggestions. Listener suggestions. <laughs> Listener suggestions. <laughs> Listener. Matt, have a go. Listener. <laughs> Listener suggestion. Oh. Thank you, Matt. And um, I picked out what I thought was the three of the coolest names in there. Great. So the topic was cool names. People just voted on their name. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. I hope Ballarat, Hawthorne, Grandma <laughs> are in there. So. To get us on topic, I've got a question. And my question is, who is the scariest person in all of history to have the name Vlad? Vlad the Impaler. It is Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> oh, that's good. Not Vladimir Putin. No, P- this, sorry? Putin. I, I, was, I was... Sorry? Putin. Is it Putin? Is Vladimir what, Putin. Is what Putin? <laughs> Are you Putin? <laughs> is um, this Putin? <laughs> Pu- I'm Putin here. <laughs> you Putin to me? <laughs> I don't see anyone else here. You must be Putin to me. That's Elvis doing De Niro saying Putin wrong. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Putin wrong? What? Putin. 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 Vladimir Putin. Who were the other Vladimirs that you offered? I, I was certain you were going to say uh, Putin first or Putin, and I was going to say, <laughs> that is, he's, not the, he's an evil guy, but not the most evil by a long shot. Vlad. Well, I would have said Putin first. Just jumped if, in there. Just let me get a bloody say, word in. He didn't say... Vladimir. He said Vlad. No. What do you think Vladimir is to his mates? No, I'm aware of that, but Obviously the clue he's, he's was in putes, the Vlad. He's putes to some, but also The clue Vlad. was in the Vlad. Okay, that's true. Uh, this I don't know who Vlad the Impaler is. Thought that was a fictional uh, character. Original Dracula. 
that, sort of. Is that no? All right, good. No, that is the same, one and the same. But we will get to the connections there. This uh, topic has been suggested by one person. Usually, I thought a topic like this would have a couple more. Dane, uh, who is at MGI four seven one on Twitter. Oh, Matt, Dane, your your Twitter handle should be great, Dane. You fucked up. I know it's probably taken. Go GR number eight. Probably also taken. Oh, come on, Dave. <laughs> what about Great Dane MGI 471? That that's been... not taken. I'm, I'm not even going to check. I know that's not taken. What about Pretty Good Dane? Oh, that's good, actually. That is. Yeah. Or Average Dane. Average Dane. Fairly all right Dane on Ooh. a good day. Opposite Ooh. of on bad. On a good Dane. Dane. Opposite of bad Dane. There's so many, Dane. Ah. So, Matt, you know a little bit about uh, Vlad the Impaler. I've, I've told you everything. I think he's from uh, Transylvania. Putin. No, Pennsylvania. Putin. No, Transylvania. <laughs> Transylvania is the right one there. That's correct. And Jess just knows the name. Because you would agree that's one of the coolest names in the hat. Vlad. Vlad the Impaler. Impaler adds the cool factor, yes. It's the name of it. There's a song called Vlad the Impaler by uh, that K- English band. Kasabian has a song. Sorry, and uh, Noel Fielding from the Mighty Boost dresses up as Vlad the Impaler in the film clip. Oh, that's uh, cool. I like Noel Fielding. He's very good. I'm more of a Howard Moon man. Are you? Which is not his real name. Julian Barrett. Julian Barrett. So funny. Yes. Yeah, so, so, what a great show. What a great, great show. But here's a different show. I was going to say great show, but it's not <laughs> as good as the Boost. But anyway, so let's crack on with Vlad the Impaler. Thank you to Dane for the suggestion. Vlad the Impaler, whose full name was Vlad the Third Dracula. Great name. There were two Draculas that came before him. No, well, he was also known as Vlad Tepish, which is uh, Impaler in Romanian. Ah. <laughs> I was like, I don't like that as much. But and a, a lot of history sense. things do refer to him as Vlad Tepes. Uh, he was born in 1431 in Transylvania in modern-day Romania. He was the second legitimate son of Vlad II, Dracul. Dracul. So without the A on that. That is Dracul as. Hey, Jess, yeah, you're mate. so Dracul. <laughs> He's bullying you back. <laughs> no, that's... She's on the other foot now. <laughs> what? Friend, what friend of mine. Say? You were going to say dickhead, weren't you? Yeah, it had that rhythm, didn't it? Yeah, it always does. Uh, Vlad III took the name Dracula, meaning son of Dracul. Ah, of course. And in Romanian, Dracul means dragon, so he's the son of the dragon. Fuck, that's cool. Fucking badass. That's real. That's Dracul. See, I knew Jess was going to get involved because she likes names. I do like names, and I like names that mean dragon. (laughs) Uh, His father, the dragon... Was also What's a, up? Was I'm also the dragon. A... Hey, it's me, your dad, the dragon. I'm here to pick you up from school. Get on the motorbike. Oh, dad, dragon, you're so embarrassing. What do you mean I'm embarrassing? So I went to get cigarettes and I never came back. What? What about it? That is so embarrassing. <laughs> you don't <laughs> so even know how to buy simple things at a shop. <laughs> Ugh. Dad. dad. <laughs> My dad got lost for 11 years. Ugh. I'm sad I never get to be a dad. Because no kid will ever turn to me and go, oh, dad. Never. And I've never sassed my mum once. No no kid ever has. Mums are just no, oh, angels. No, I, so you meant no kid's ever sassed your mum. You meant any mum. Oh, no. My mum will not take sass from any child. <laughs> oh, okay. Jeez. She works at a school and one time, or like quite often, kids will sort of march in and demand things from her. And she will say, like, what's the magic word? Meaning, like, they need to say please. And one time she said, what's the magic word? And a girl went, 
abracadabra? <laughs> and mum was like, yeah, fine, right, you can have whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Well played. Well, Dracul uh, was the illegitimate son of... <laughs> There's so many Romanian names here that I'll say wrong. Mercia, the first of Wallachia. Wallachia, I'm going to say that a lot, because that's a historical and geographical region in the south of Romania, so that's the area that they live in, that's their kingdom. Cool. And when uh, Vlad Dracula, that's the, the Impaler, was born, his uncle, who was a legitimate son, was in power. So oh. they, were, they were sort of waiting in the wings. For power. For power. Uh, Vlad Senior, this is the dragon, was a bit of a badass. He was, he got his name because he was member of the Order of the Dragon. Which was a bikey gang. Yeah, one of the early. They bikies. had a dragon on the back of their leather vests. <laughs> That's but, pointing to his back. Before they had bikes, they just sort of stood around and, like, knifed wait, waited people. for things to do. They were penny farthings. <laughs> uh, so, Dracul <laughs> is in the uh, Order of the Dragon. Uh, originally. <laughs> The best part about, part about this for Matt and I is that we were joking about Penny Farthings being the lame go-to joke for transport on the way here, and Jess just got cracked by it. It's, look, I it's very good. <laughs> very happy that that got in. Uh, so he's um, from the Order of the Dragon, originally founded by the King of Hungary. The aim of the Order of the Dragon, it was sort of like a secret little society of knights, was to fight the Ottoman Empire and defend the Hungarian monarchy. Uh, just as laughing at Ottoman Empire. <laughs> you picture on the fate seats? Yeah, they're all just chasing you. I knew that. Just was going to laugh at that. They're fighting him. Ah, get it. I so knew that she was going to laugh at that. Uh, uh, so, but the aim of the order was to fight the Ottoman Empire and defend the Hungarian... <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to say that about six dozen <laughs> times in this report. I'm going to find it funny every time. Nah, I probably won't. I'm over it now. Uh, Bored. <laughs> Next. Defend the Hungarian monarchy from foreign and domestic enemies and uh, the Catholic Church from heretics and pagans. So they're um, big into Christianity. And the Ottoman Empire, pause for laughter, <laughs> is a, a big uh, sort of... They're, re- they're really all about foot comfort. Yeah, that's what they're, they're resting your legs. But it's sort of a they they are surrounded <laughs> basically by the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> they're so comfy. Have you never heard of the Ottoman Empire? <laughs> of course I have. But it's late at night and I'm tired. And I went for a run today and my legs are actually quite oh, sore. I could really use an Ottoman. I had my feet up on that seat and then you had to come in and sit down. Now my legs are just dangling in the wind like some kind of fucking animal. And with that, the Ottoman Empire crumbled. (laughs) It's gone. So was the Ottoman Empire, that was obviously not Christian? Was that a religious empire? No, that's a Muslim empire. Muslim. That would have been my guess. Or Scientology. (laughs) Either or. Uh, So they're sort of surrounded mostly by this empire. So they're often worried about them. Uh, Vlad Jr., that's the Impaler, he was also a member of the Order of the Dragon. He had a tiny little dragon jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Situated directly between Christian Europe and the Muslim Ottoman Empire, Wallachia was uh, a very dangerous part of the world at the time. They didn't just have to worry about different empires and religions uh, fighting each other. They also had to worry about... Bears. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And infighting with bears. (gasps) 
An inbreeding with bears. Hot. Uh, the inbreeding with bears. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a time. Mm-hmm. I told you it was a very dangerous time. You ever tried to make love to a bear? Who was also your relative? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, the no. <laughs> Uncle Joe. He's <laughs> <laughs> also a Wookiee. <laughs> Uh, the kingdom of Wallachia went through an extremely turbulent and violent time during the 15th century. And in fact, the leadership of the kingdom changed hands by violence 18 times. I'd love to live in a kingdom. It just sounds so magical. Don't you know, you know I reckon? So I we think, we I think sort of almost do, right? Only it's a queen. Queendom. Hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't. there's no castles. I feel like Jess has uh, missed the point of that sentence, which was the violence... <laughs> Changing the leadership 18 times in 100 years. Yeah, but they have castles. So it doesn't... Princesses. It's not, it's not that fun. It's always kingdoms Dragons. in Disney stories. I want to live in a kingdom. I just live in a city. Where's our nearest kingdom? Um, Toy kingdom? Fuck yeah, I'm moving there. Thank you. So it's the it's the lack of king. Because Australia's still part of the monarchy. No, the but British. Yeah, no, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm telling the... I know you're... <laughs> Tell them to listen to that. Right. Yeah, but even when we have a king, I'm... Dis- Wait, yeah, I don't know. What is that not... I'm angry at the point, at the lack of castles. Right. I mean, the castles are there. They're just a, a, a little journey. They have castles in England. Yeah, that's true. We've also got Cryle Castle near <gasps> Geelong. We do have... Ballarat. Near Ballarat, is it? Now... Oh, near Ballarat Grandma. Ballarat Grandma. So let us take a little bit of time to explain to the listener what Cryle Castle is. For those who weren't annoyed with this detour as yet. So sorry. Fuck. Well, basically, it's like a medieval reenactment place. Yeah. <laughs> a guy built a castle. <laughs> and Jess hasn't been there? You know I haven't. Mean? Well, for someone all those times in Ballarat. For someone who's crying out for kingdoms and has been to Ballarat a million times. You're it's right. It's very strange. You're right. It's on the next to- trip to Grandma's. Sorry, Grandma, i stop past Crow Castle for a bit of culture. May she rest in peace. She's alive. <laughs> But may she uh, nap in nap peace. Nap in peace. Oh, more resting, yeah. yeah. She, loves a, she loves a rest. Uh, basically, I'm trying to paint the picture that this is a really violent time. Even Your though Nana it's loves a kingdom. a little resty. Oh, Matthew. Okay, I'm, I'm, yes, violent time, but still they have castles, so still, I'm not, I don't feel a lot of sympathy for them. Still very uh, a violent time, and this is, I'm not going to lie, a pretty violent episode. Ooh. Possibly given away by the title, Vlad the Impaler. I think. And he took that title literally. We'll get to that. Gross. So he got the title before he did yeah. any impaling. He was one of those. Um... <laughs> did he... Yeah, impaling. Okay. Nominal determinism when you uh, have a job based on your name. Like John Baker, the Baker, Vlad the Impaler. Well, I better impale some people. Otherwise, this is getting embarrassing. Yeah. Imagine well... not living up to your name. You're very Perkins. Thank you. No worries. David could be a little more warnicky, though. Couldn't agree more. Oh, I'll try my best. He's relatively warnicky, I guess. Caution. Corner. Yeah, that's right. That's what it means, apparently. <laughs> uh, Vlad Senior. Senor. Senor. The Spanish Vlad. <laughs> Senor Dracul. <laughs> uh, he seized power when his brother died in 1436. Uh, at this time, and for centuries following this, Wallachia was actually under the control of the powerful Ottoman Empire that pretty much surrounded them. <laughs> I love that that hasn't run out of juice for you. <laughs> I'm just imagining Ottomans just Probably. surrounding you. So Wallachia is under control of the Ottoman Empire. 
And they had to financially support the Ottoman Empire to avoid stirring up trouble, kind of like paying taxes. And uh, Vlad II, this is Dracul, reluctantly agreed to pay the tribute demanded of him by the Ottoman Empire, despite his affiliation with the Order of the Dragon, which is secretly to undermine them. But he knows if he doesn't pay them, he will uh, get invaded, so he does that. Uh, Vlad Dracul did not support an Ottoman Empire of Transylvania in March 1442, and this stance got him into trouble. An Ottoman Sultan, Murad II. Sultan? Fuck, that's cool. There's a few sultans in this. Uh, they ordered him to come to Gallipoli to demonstrate his loyalty. So he, uh, he went off there and he took uh, his son, Vlad Jr., and his younger brother, Radu, and uh, they were all imprisoned when they arrived. Ah, great. What a welcome. Uh, Vlad Dracul, the dad, was released before the end of the year, but uh, Vlad Jr. and Radu had to remain as hostages to secure his loyalty. Uh, this practice of handing over loved ones for family members as hostages was common in uh, ancient times and for many centuries since. Uh, basically, don't fuck with me or I'll kill your son. Sure. Uh, but having uh, his two little boys held hostage did little to deter the badass Vlad Senior, who openly supported the King of Poland and Hungary against the Ottoman, em- uh, against the Ottoman Empire during a crusade in 1444. So he sort of went, ah, whatever, I don't care. Sure, okay, cool, great. <laughs> uh, he was convinced that his sons were, quote, butchered for the sake of Christian peace. Uh, but fortunately for them, neither Vlad nor Radu was murdered or mutilated after their father's rebellion. So that he, is fortunate. He just kind of assumed that they were killed. <laughs> anyway, he, moving on. And he was pretty cool with it. Pretty dracul with dracul, it. yeah. Thank you. Come on, Dave. Uh, when he was imprisoned, it was claimed that Vlad Jr. enjoyed uh, torturing insects uh, with sticks. He'd impale them slowly. Oh, okay. Uh, like he did years later with real people. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Uh, so, so at a young age, possibly already showing some psychopathic tendencies. Great. Great. Cool. Had they invented magnifying glasses by that stage? Unfortunately for bugs, no, because that'd probably be less painful than being slowly impaled. Oh, yuck. Man, they're so small. How do you do it slowly? Yeah, surely it's just done. Yeah. You've just got no imagination. Or you're not a psychopath, so yeah. that's probably good, actually, yeah. It's probably good that you can't picture that or want to do it. Yeah, there is a moth in my room that's been there for a couple of days. Impaled. And I'm not happy about it, because you know how I feel about moths. That's they a, they used to do that, here. right? They People collect moths, they'd impale them alive to collect them, because you couldn't kill them. You'd oh, squash sure, them, so sure. they'd pin their wings. Oh. That fucked. I think okay. they'd just sit there and die. Let's move on. Maybe. I don't like Is that. Is that true? I don't like moths, but I don't like that. Well, if, if Jesse, you don't like this, I'm afraid there's a big section on impaling. Oh, up. no. Pretty soon. Can I go home? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you guys have fun. Bye. <laughs> uh, I just want to talk about his appearance for one second. Ooh, can uh, we guess? All right. What do you What do you reckon, Vlad Jr.? Slick black hair with oh. that uh, demon's thinking... peak or whatever you call it. What do you call it? Devil's peak. I was thinking like a Thor, like blonde long locks. Ah, I was thinking like um, fangs, yeah, uh, like a cape. He's... Matt's definitely gone to Dracula. You've gone to Chris Hemsworth. Always, I'm thinking he's a big brawny guy, and he's got a heart of gold. Chris Hemsworth again. Yeah, as I'm. Is it Chris Hemsworth? Is Chris Hemsworth the answer? Yes. I don't think they invented huge uh, bulking. Uh, huh. Systems back then. I don't reckon big muscly guys. You see, ever see old photos of muscly guys? They don't have like 
the fully crazy cut boobs and stuff like they do now. <laughs> yeah. The boobs are just so cut now. They're cut. They cut. Chris Hemsworth. He's his got boobs. He's packing. He's packing boobs. He's yeah. packing. He's packing, yeah. <laughs> Jess Peckins. <laughs> okay, what's he look like? All right, so only one painting survives of him, and it's probably a copy of the original, but... um. The widespread uh, images, uh, and this is a description of him. He was very, uh, not very tall, but very stocky and strong, in brackets, large boobs. Uh, he had a cold and terrible appearance. <laughs> he had a cold. His whole life. Whole life. That would have been a nightmare. Could not shake it. Wouldn't take his vitamins. Uh, swollen nostrils. Swole. A thin and reddish face, in which uh, the very long eyelashes framed large, wide-open green eyes. <gasps> the bushy black eyebrows made them appear threatening his face and chin were shaven but for a moustache oh cool the swollen temples increased the bulk of his head he's, right what are you imagining he's he not was a bulking good, up he's not a good looking guy yeah he sounds like a mess he's a weird looking dude what did he's, you get that from when I said a cold and terrible appearance yeah nah I missed that <laughs> I got short and stocky uh, and everything else he said is what led me to think moustache I like the mustache. No, I reckon he sounds like a cartoon villain. I was about to say that. Yeah, he totally he does. If you look at the, if you do a, a search of paintings of him, he does look like a villain. I'm imagining Jack Lemon as the bad guy in um, the great, the great race, the great, not the great race. Herbie strikes again. Speed Racer. No, really old black and white film. Wacky Races. Mickey okay. Steamboat Mickey. Stop it. The Great Race. I'm sure that's what it's called. No, The Great Race then. The oh. Great Escape. Yes. Cannonball Run. That's the one. Schindler's List. Weekend at Bernie's 2. Correct. These are all correct answers. Thank you so much for your help. Jack you, Lemon, what an oeuvre. You pieces of shit. What an oeuvre. Oeuvre. Putin. <laughs> Putin. What an Put- Putin's oeuvre. <laughs> He's got quite the oeuvre. Dave, do go on. Uh, Vlad Jr.'s father and his older brother were murdered. Oh, dear. Uh, the son of uh, Vlad Dracul's cousin was made the ruler of Wallachia. No one is 100% on who killed Vlad Sr., but it's likely to be the guy, Vladislav, that got to replace him, the cousin. Vladislav. Vladislav. Don't like that. Okay. I like it. Vladislav. 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 I read one source that claimed Vlad Sr. was buried alive with his son. That's not nice. So that's not good at all. That's not when you're supposed to be buried. No. You should be dead for that. I did it backwards. Yeah. That's no good. Unless you're being buried in... Money! Money. <laughs> that's a fine way to suffocate to death. Uh, at the upon the... Uh, <laughs> Kisses! Yeah. Oh, no, I'm buried in a... Can't get away. I can't <laughs> escape these kisses. Kiss to death. Oh, no. What a way to go. <laughs> Upon the death of his father and older brother, Vlad became a potential claimant to Wallachia, and at this time he's still imprisoned um, over in the Ottoman Empire. And the Ottomans let him return home to claim power and even lent him uh, military support as the new guy, Vladislav, was backed by the Hungarians, the natural enemy of the Ottoman. Oh. You wrote that, didn't you? No, I didn't, but I... You enjoyed it. I do like talking about otters. I watched you enjoy that. It was nice. Matt, did you see him? No, I missed it. Uh, so, Vladislav 
uh, had to leave the kingdom to fight the Ottoman soldiers. And whilst he was away, Vlad the Impaler uh, regained the throne for his family. So he snuck in and he's the king. Hooray. Hey, guys. It's me. I'm back. I'm the king. No questions. All right. Uh, back to work. And he's king for two whole months. Oh, I thought you were going to say days. Months is good. Months is get all right. A, get a lot done in two months. I can yeah. handle being a king for two months. Ugh. All the parties and the decisions and the picking of the curtains. It is very difficult. I assume they do a lot of redecorating kings. Oh, that's, a, that's the first two months of any kingdom. Imagine re- coming back and then you've got to redecorate their redecoration. Could undo all this work and start again. Pretty awful. And it's it is. Fine. Check out the mauve curtains. We what just were have they thinking? Very different tastes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to, so he's in charge for two months, but he had to run back to the Ottoman Empire for protection when the other guy, Vladislav, came home and simply kicked him out. Oh, so he came back and said, hi everyone, I'm back, I'm king again. Get out of here. Oi, that's my throne. Get out of here. He shooed him away like a stray cat. Oi. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Didn't he have an army? Didn't they give him an army or something? No, he had an Ottoman though. Yeah, an Ottoman army. Uh, Vlad had to leave and he found exile in Moldavia to the northeast. He went there because his brother-in-law, Bogdan II. Bogdan. That's good, right? No. I included that because that's a great name. Bogdan. Bogdan, I like that. Uh, Bogdan II was on the throne. So he lived... <laughs> Bet he was. <laughs> so there's someone there, you Bogdan. Could, you could not get Dan off that throne. <laughs> what would his nickname be? Would it be Dan or would they call him Bog? Because Bog is a shit name. No, it's probably just... Oh. <laughs> Didn't even do that on purpose. They call him Shit Dan. Shit Dan. Or King Shit Dan. <laughs> Look, mate, I appreciate you calling me King, but shit isn't really very nice. You hear me? Shit Dan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so he got to live there in peace for a while while Shit Dan was there. Uh, but then someone knocked off Bog Dan, Shit Dan, and uh, Vlad had to run away again. Uh, he offered himself to the Hungarian leader, John Hunyadi, which is an anagram of Hyundai. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Drive away, no more to pay. <laughs> John Hunyadi. I mean, I Did you figure that out yourself? Yeah. I looked at it and I was like, that is it. You swapped two letters and that is Hyundai. <laughs> the car brand, that's big everywhere, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to call him Hyundai from now on. John Hyundai, who's actually a very famous Hungarian guy. I looked him up. Like a national hero of theirs. I wonder if they know how close they were to having a national hero called Hyundai. <laughs> John... That would be a national shame. Yeah. Moderately priced car brand. Ugh. Let me just say that I, I, I've actually watched um, Overseas Rallying before with an American commentator, and they actually say Hyundai for Hyundai. 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 So I just wanted to translate that for any American listeners. His name is almost the same as John Hyundai. Uh, Aluminum. Jeez, they got some work to do over there, don't they? Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, good on them. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many of them. That's one thing about Americans. So So many many. words or so many people? Both. Yeah. If you think about it. Fuck. It's quite a lot of both of those things. That's deep, eh? Wow, that's <laughs> deep, eh? There's like so many people, like so many words. Do you guys ever look up at the stars and think 
There's so many words. And stars. And people. <sighs> and grains I, of sand. I don't. Me either. I've got stuff to do. Yeah, very if, busy. If it's nighttime, I'm sleeping. Yeah. I live in the city. I can't see fucking stars. No. I've got a roof on my house. Yeah. Yeah, but imagine if you did, right? That'd be cool. Hey. Oh, man. Well, Hyundai, he let Vladimir... Well, you're, ta- you're saying this guy's a national hero and you're going to continue to call him Hyundai. Yeah. A bit disrespectful to the Hungarians. Fine makers of salamis. And also, on top of that, they also just are nice people as well. And have a great city called... Ooh. Budapest, yeah, which I really enjoyed going to, which is uh, the coming together of three cities, Buda, Pest, and Obuda. A little bit of geography there for you guys. There you go. I'm sure she already knew all of that. Mm. I'm sure she also gave a fuck. If I could just get back onto Hyundai. Interesting. Go on. Uh, Hanyadi, fine, we'll call him his name. That's probably mispronouncing it. They'd probably prefer me to say Hyundai, to be honest. Um, he let Vlad live, mercifully, because uh, Vlad had a, a knowledge of the Ottoman Empire and made him useful as an advisor. That's I know how to like put that. my feet up on things. It's <laughs> always funny. Ottomans. Ottomans, like that. I had one in my childhood home. It was I think, green. I think I found out that Ottoman meant like a, a footstool when someone made a joke about the Ottoman Empire. I don't, I don't think I'd ever heard of Ottomans because I didn't grow up in the affluent east. Wow. wow. What? What? You didn't put your feet up? My God, my butler had an Ottoman. <laughs> he had six. One for each day of the week and then on the seventh day. He well, stood. He stood. And they were actual Ottomans. Yeah. People from that, that mummified yeah. soldiers from the Ottoman Empire. Him to put his feet up on. Six of them. They're not bloody cheap, either. They're so dumb. Why did we have them? They just took out space. Yeah. Well, I think it is a sign of I have too much space. That's so weird, isn't it? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh my God, it's expanding, like physically. It's growing more customers, more interest, not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and it's all, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage 
or oh. nails. Oh my god! Or uh, consulting. Should we after this get mani pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know what about blogging tools? You yeah. might be asking. I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize. You can share. And schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh, yeah. it looks like Jess has just uploaded something. What? It, but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, in 1456, at the age of 25, Vlad was allowed to lead an army into Wallachia where he reclaimed his throne and, according to legend, killed the Hungarian puppet leader and his enemy and cousin, <gasps> Vladislav II, in personal combat. Ooh. Allegedly. Slap fight. With yeah. a puppet. Ow. Stone. <laughs> Allegedly beheading him with the slaps. Okay. <laughs> uh, so now he's in charge for the second time. Woo! Yeah! Uh, but his kingdom Round is, number two. Uh, his uh, kingdom isn't exactly peaceful. His lands were in uh, a practically ruinous state due to constant warfare and internal strife caused by feuding boyars. Boyars! Which is what they called Boyakasha! <laughs> That's what they called members of the aristocracy. So they're like um, nobles and such. But boyar is a way cooler name. Boyar. Yeah, they got things right in that area. Plus, is it? Sultans. Boya. <sighs> this goes on. <laughs> Etc. Impaling. <laughs> well, to consolidate power, old mate Vlad invited hundreds of these boyars to a banquet. Uh, knowing that his authority would soon be challenged, he had his guests stabbed whilst they were sitting down, and their still twitching bodies impaled, something that he was soon to gain a reputation for. Hang on. For. Hang on. That is no way to treat a guest. <laughs> he invited how many of them? 200. And they were all stabbed at the same time? Yes. So he had 200 people like, oh, let me get that chair for you. Stab. I imagine what he would have done is go, before we sit down, could everyone line up next to this really long rod and just hold. And sorry, that's going to hurt a little bit as we go. Don't worry about what the person in front of you is doing. (laughs) Writhing, that's what they're doing. Don't worry about that. And (laughs) shish kebab tonight. (laughs) Or he said, uh, could everyone take their seats? And they said, oh, sir, my seat appears to be a knife. No, 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 that's just um, that's how we do something it. we've uh, shipped in from the Ottoman Empire. They're trying out a new thing. You know, they've got those weird stools. Now they've got these weird chairs that look like knives. Just, just sit down on that for me. Everyone, All the way down. Everyone at the same time. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Hey, Gary, up the back. Sit the fuck down. Yeah. I and don't want to sit on a knife. Gary. But they were all impaled. All right. Oh. Everyone but Gary. He figured it out. <laughs> that Vlad was keen to show his dominance, and in a letter he stated that, quote, when a man or a prince is strong and powerful, he can make peace as he wants to. But when he is weak, a stronger one will come and do what he wants to him. So he's trying to lay down the law. Who did he write this letter to? His mum? Dear diary. <laughs> Dear diary, it's I, Vlad, <laughs> the impaler. 
How are you? That's a, that's a my name. That's what they call me. Well, he began to have hundreds or even thousands of people he perceived to be his enemies executed. Uh, he particularly wanted to exact revenge on those that he saw as letting down his father during his reign. Many of these people were impaled, something that uh, let Vlad uh, to get the nickname Vlad the Impaler. Now, you might be wondering, Jess, what exactly is this impalement that I keep talking about? Yes, well, that let, is what I'm thinking, Dave. Let me Dave. Just say, it has definitely, since reading and researching this report, been added to my list of ways I do not want to die. <laughs> Somewhere between... Never put that on the public record. Oh, no. Somewhere between being burnt alive and eaten alive by rats. Oh. Somewhere, that's on a scale of... Okay, yeah, no, I understand. So... Which is, which is higher and which is lower? No, oh, <laughs> I won't give away that secret, man. Come on, mate. We've got to protect some of our privacy. Yeah, that's true. I just thought we could organise something for your birthday. A little surprise rat feast. <laughs> oh, Jess, look. Jess is like, how did you... Don't give away the surprise. Sorry, Jess. She looks very disappointed and disgusted mm-hmm. with my behaviour. Yes. So this is Vladimir, or Vlad the Impaler's How to Impale People 101. Oh, my God. A wood or metal pole is inserted through the body, either front to back or vertically. Through shooting the, up your butthole. Shooting <laughs> through the rectum or vagina. The exit wound could be, ne- could be near the victim's neck, shoulders or mouth. What the <laughs> fuck? It's, it's a p- pig on a spit sort of thing. Matt! Uh, in some cases, the pole was rounded, not sharp, to avoid damaging internal organs and therefore prolonging suffering of the victim. <laughs> In uh, a lot of ways, it's just like a really big piercing. <laughs> the pole was then raised vertically to display the people, people, and it could take hours or days for the person to die. So it's real bad, and he's like, let's get all these people impaled, and they do them all at the same time. Okay, probably co- saved him on costs. Uh, he would have... Is that why? <laughs> yeah. He would, Bulk deal. He would leave fields of impaled people, so it was like a forest of dead people. What the fuck? And this isn't the only crazy violent shit he did. Uh, when Whoa. diplomatic envoys had an audience with Vlad in 1459, the diplomats declined to remove their hats, citing that it's, it would be against their religion to take off their hats. He impaled their hats. So, well, commending them on their religious devotion, Vlad ensured that their hats would remain forever on their heads by nailing the hats to their skulls. I know, he's fucking crazy. Did that kill him? How yep. big were the nails? I Wait, would... You said, so was that you being funny there? Or did he, was he actually like, I appreciate this, I'm going to help you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather get impaled through the tum, because right, I'm just clenching. I'm picturing, and then you lift up the stick, and there's a few of you on there, like I was saying before, shish kebab <laughs> style, and then you're just swinging like this. Stop. And then someone comes up and goes like this, and you go, woo, <laughs> woo, and you just spin around like, and then maybe like the wind blows, and he puts you out, and then in that field there'd just be like a field of those sort of like those, like foosball table. Oh, you can make a human foosball table. Yeah, well, I'd rather that than being vertically impaled. Shooting up your butthole. <laughs> oh, stop! Make me clench. It's making me think of a couple of good mates talking about comic book movies. Uh, so he's a, he's a pretty bad guy. 
And there's other stories of him boiling people alive and dipping his bread in, in the blood of people while they died. All this kind of, he's, a, he's a bad guy. Goes, I love bread. Just eat it as is. How good's bread? Pop in some soup. How good is blood? No. When it's inside your body, Very circulating, good. carrying oxygen. Through. Very important. Also important to remember to donate blood yep. if you can. Via impalement. Via your anus. Ah! You should not be having blood coming out your anus. Really? No, Dave. Ever. 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 There's, there's no circumstance. There's no healthy circumstance that blood's coming from your anus. that the Red Cross will not accept anus blood. Anus blood. Not 100% sure, but I think that's one of their <laughs> you things. You rock up with your own little baggie. You drop it on the <laughs> table. There you go. That's three pints of anus blood. Where do I get paid? Um, you don't get paid for normal blood. Why would I pay you for anus blood anus in this country? Blood. I think they do in America. Yeah. Imagine that, getting paid for blood. What a system. <laughs> Speaking of capitalism, Jesus, yeah. it's so wrong. Everything's got a price. I love it. So, it's estimated he killed about 80,000 people through various means. A lot of these people are impaled. And he's getting a reputation as a bit of a psychopath across Europe. Hmm. Uh, at the beginning of 1462, however, Vlad uh, launched a campaign against the Turks part of the Ottoman Empire, along the Danube, Danube River. It was uh, quite risky, the military force of Sultan Mehmed II being far more powerful than the Wallachian army that Vlad was commanding. However, during the winter of 1462, Vlad was very successful and things were going well for him, so it was looking like it was going to go well. But to punish Vlad, uh, the Sultan got uh, his proper army together and launched a full-scale invasion of Wallachia, hoping to take it over. He assembled an army that was three to six times larger than Vlad's forces. So huge. Uh, Vlad appealed to the Hungarians for help, but this time they said they wouldn't help him. This is Hunyadi, Hyundai. Uh, the only way to survive was to use a scorched earth policy where Vlad and his uh, army burnt their own fields and poisoned the, well, poisoned the wells as they retreated. So the Turkish army chasing them didn't have anything to eat or drink. It's not very nice. Uh, as an ambush attack... sport, really? Yeah. Well... Do you think it's a poor sport? As an ambush attack in the middle of the night, Vlad and some of his men broke into the sleeping Ottoman camp in an attempt to capture or kill the sultan while he slept. Uh, their hope was that if they uh, imprisoned or killed the, the leader, then everyone else would just go home. Uh, <laughs> Not bad. Like it's some sort of a... Ant colony. Ant colony, yeah. <laughs> We've killed the queen. Don't I just get a new queen? Nearly every time, yes. If history is anything to go by, nearly every time a leader is killed, a new leader comes along. And, uh, and oh. history, that is. However, they didn't find out what would happen if they killed the leader because uh, they broke into the wrong part of the camp and uh, attacked the wrong part of the army and had to leave empty-handed when the sun started coming up. They were, they were like, where is he? Where's that fucking sultan? Never found him. They were in the broom closet. <laughs> Take a torch, boys. Take a fucking torch. Come on. Uh, the Sultan and the army continued to chase Vlad, and when the Sultan and his huge, huge uh, forces, were, who were now exhausted and hungry, finally reached the abandoned capital city, they were confronted by one of the most gruesome sights imaginable. Thousands of stakes held the remaining carcasses of 20,000 Turkish captives uh, that had been impaled that they described as Forest of the Impaled. Oh. So they walk into a city and there's 20,000 people on stakes, rotting. That's disgusting. Uh, the terror tactic, deliberately stage-managed by Vlad to uh, terrify his opponents, definitely was successful. Uh, the scene had a strong effect on the Sultan and uh, his most stout-hearted officers, and the Sultan, tired and hungry, admitted defeat, and they went home. So it worked. 
Good for Vlad. And By killing 20,000 of his own people. No, no, so these were other capti- um, slaves and stuff that they captured previously. 20,000 on stake. Where are they getting all these stakes from? Yeah, it would have been a real good time to be in the stake industry. Right. Oh, that would be so good. Bloody hell. Imagine if you just started up a big stake company. <laughs> Jeez. I reckon he paid really well as well. Yeah, I reckon. He's the kind of guy go, look, I'll pay for quality. Yeah. These are good stakes. I'll pay you whatever the asking price is. Yeah. That was one thing about Vlad. He would kill nearly anyone, but he would he would pay the price. Generously. Generously, yeah. And tip. Yeah, he would tip. He'd all, he would also kill you afterwards, take the money back. But there was a little moment there where you felt good yep. uh, and you got paid well. I thought you were going to be able to put your work. kids through school, which wasn't invented yet. No, of course not. <laughs> there was a, There is actually a story of how um, crime went down when he was in power because he hated thieves. And if, he, if anyone was caught or accused of thieving, impaled straight away. Does he know how to do anything else? So... Some people were a fan of him because crime went down. So they had this, this story of having they had a fountain, like a main square type thing, and there were all these gold cups around. And usually you couldn't leave that around because thieves would come along. But people were so terrified of being impaled that no one stole the fucking cups. So that's there's a there's a positive. Yeah, good on you, Vlad. There's a positive. Nobody's yeah. stealing a cup. Everyone's living in utter fear. Now a weird thing about you. So. Obviously, that sultan's come along and retreated out of terror. But also, he's strangely impressed. Uh, Greek historian Leonicus, definitely mispronounced that, describes uh, the scene like this. Uh, The sultan, this is the guy who's looking at the um, forest of impaled, the forest of impaled people. The sultan was seized with amazement and said that it was not possible to deprive of this country a man who had done such a great deed, who had such a diabolical understanding of how to govern his realm and his people. And he said that a man who had done such things was had much worth. Isn't that crazy? Feels like that's him rewriting. Yeah. He's like, I'm not saying I was shit scared. I was saying I, uh, I was impressed by him. It was respect. I'm not a coward. Yeah. That. That shit in my pants? That's from respect. Yeah. Respect shit. That's a respect bog. Called it Bog Dan. <laughs> oh, Bog Dan. Get shit. out of my pants. Get out of my pants, shit Dan. Uh, so the Ottoman army left Wallachia, but Vlad's brother Radu and his Ottoman troops stayed behind. Uh, the Ottomans favoured the brother Radu as the rightful leader of Wallachia and hoped to kick Vlad the Impaler out and replace him with Radu. Uh-oh. Uh, although Vlad defeated Radu and his uh, Ottoman allies in two battles during the following months, uh, more and more Wallachians deserted Vlad and joined Radu's side. So that was not good for Vlad. So Vlad uh, withdrew to the Carpathian Mountains, hoping that the Hungarian king, now Matthias Corvinus, would help regain the throne for him. They had, some, had, they had some negotiations, however, that didn't go well for Vlad, because after a few weeks of back and forth, Vlad the Impaler was captured by one of the king's mercenaries. So he was imprisoned. Uh, the Pope at the time, a man named Pope Pius II, was a bit like, what the fuck, why have you imprisoned a man that's helping us fight against the Ottomans? I've, gi- I've given him money. A Pope would not say, what the fuck. Look, Jess, I've got it written down He would here. have said it in Latin. Sorry. Of course, Jess, you are the patron saint of Latin on this podcast. Many times I've asked you to um, translate before. Can, how would a Pope say, what the fuck? A mo... Fuckus. Amo fuckus. Yep. Thank you. Fuckus. Beg your pardon. Sorry. Fuckus. Fuck us all. So the Pope said, a Pope was a bit like, Amo 
for cars. Thank you. Now that. Um, I've, I've given this money, this guy money to fight against the uh, Ottomans. Why have you imprisoned him? And so, to justify his actions, the king who just arrested him, King Corvinus, presented three letters to the Pope that had allegedly been written by uh, Vlad. And in these letters, Vlad offered to join forces with the Sultan's army and fight against Hungary if the Sultan restored him to his throne. So, most historians think that these letters are bullshit and that um, the, the guy just... Are we talking stitch-up? It's, it's a real stitch-up. Bloody hell. Three oh. stitch-ups. The Pope seemed to have believed the bullshit and left him alone, <laughs> and uh, Vlad the Impaler was imprisoned for nearly 14 years. Wow. So that's a lot of time that he can't impale anyone. Oh, he is not doing much. Well, I mean, there's always prison impalement, but yeah. that's a different story. Shivin. There's that too. Get busy, Shivin. <laughs> Get busy, <laughs> <laughs> all the while, so he's in prison for 14 years. All the while, his brother Radu is the king of Wallachia, completely under the control of Otto- of the Ottoman Empire, and no records of those t- uh, of him in those times survive. Uh, when Radu died in 1475, pressure on King Corvinus had grown sufficient enough to allow the Impaler to reclaim his throne with Hungarian support. And uh, in the summer of 1475, Vlad was sent home to Wallachia to fight against the new king. And he was restored to the throne. Oh my god, he's back, baby. What a summer. <laughs> oh, he's back. Uh, sadly, his third reign was even shorter than his first. Remember, that was only two, two months. Two months. Okay. Six days. Six days. Not a bad summer rain. What do you think? I reckon, well, it's going to be... Summer rain. I think it'll be a fortnight. Two weeks. It, it is just over a month. Fuck. He was in charge for just over a month. However, at the end of that month... He was killed in battle. <gasps> How was he killed? With a sword. I'm assuming. Well, after he died, the Turks cut off his head and took it to Constantinople as a trophy. And uh, the rest of his body was cut into pieces. Yuck. His burial place is often speculated upon, but not confirmed. That's pretty gross. So he died, but after he died, his um his legend only continued to grow. So he was feared for his legendary cruelty throughout his lifetime. But after his death, his legend only got bigger and bigger, spread by both his friends and his enemies. Um, so don't get me wrong, he was definitely fucked up, but it's, not a, it's, not, it's hard to know which stories are true and which, right. which ones aren't. So he impaled a lot of people, but, you know, figures like 20,000, it's not... Uh, oft definite. exaggerated yeah. sort of stuff. You gonna, I, you'd have to apply a lot of po- uh, force to impale someone. Like, you really got to shove it in, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they did it with a horse. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. They did it with a horse? What? I don't know if that's relevant to what we're talking I'm about. I'm just Dave. talking about impaling someone, Sorry, Dave. I zoned out again. And I was talking about impaling someone with a horse's phallus. <laughs> okay. That's what I was talking about. No, sometimes... I don't know if you want to keep talking about impalement. I wasn't going to bring it up because it was so fucked up. But they would uh, tie someone to a horse and that's how they would get the... Tie them to the horse and then the, the rod would be... And I still don't understand. Stationary and then, you know, they would be pulled into the rod and then the rod... Would yeah, I don't want to. It's fucked up. Oh, it's awful. I hate that so much. Did, he is regarded by some as a Romanian national hero. Okay. All right, Romania. So when did Mol Malavia become? What did I say? What, what was? Wallachia. Well, oh, fuck. That was not Malavia. Close at all. Uh, Wallachia, which is a great name. Is that is that almost is that like similar boundaries to modern day Romania? 
Oh no, that's in the southern part, and then they unified with the northern part to become right. Romania. I love it. Wallachia is a great name. It's actually it's W A L A C H I A, and the, and I, so if I've been mispronouncing that for an hour, I apologise. But the the one translation that I found was Wallachia. Wallachia, I like Wallachia. So when did he become? When do you know anything about when the jump from real Dracula to the mythical Dracula happened? Yes, yes. I'll just wrap up with it. Uh, the stories about Vlad uh, made him the, one of the best-known medieval rulers of Europe and specifically in the Romanian lands because people would talk about this fucked-up dude that lived, mm. you know, last century, century before. Uh, and it's often thought that Bram Stoker based the title character of Dracula on Vlad. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was published in 1897, was the first book, uh, however, to make a connection between Dracula and vampirism. Or vampirism. So, Vlad the Impaler, whilst he was rumoured to do a lot of weird stuff, he wasn't rumoured to be a vampire in his lifetime. Right. But he was rumoured to drink blood. Uh, which I is a read, classic I, vampiric thing. That's right. I've seen Buffy. Great show. She does some impaling. Yes. <gasps> now I get it. Now, some people do think that that also came... That's, but the Bram's also included that. Obviously, oh, a great way. Stake through the heart. Stake through the heart. Mm. And you're Straight, too blind. Stake through the heart. Oh my god! Stop it. Do you think it's because? Stop! Get out of my head, <laughs> Matt. Do you think it's because um, stake to the ass just wasn't as commercial? Stake to the ass or the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you got two options in fifty percent of the population. <laughs> yeah, Jess, you've got options. Oh. I don't know which one I'd take. Ooh, I don't think you I get don't a choice. I don't want to think about it either. Yeah, you're right. Probably don't. They wouldn't give me a choice. I don't want to discuss it. Move on. Oh, uh, God. I'm clenching again. Although Stoker's notes for the novel do include mentions of Dracula, the historical account from which the notes were taken only mentions his name, not the fucked up deeds for which he was known. So some people think that Bram just liked the name, or some people think that Bram liked the association of the crazy stuff that he did, and like, you could base an evil character on the things that he did. There's a lot of debate about that. Right. Was it, yeah, so was Dracula, the character's always been like the one in my head with the slick hair and the widow's peak and the... Yeah, in... Advance or suck your blood. <laughs> did he say that in the book? No, it's the Count from Sesame Street. So I'm thinking of the Count. Advance will count the numbers. <laughs> one. Ah, ah, ah. ah. Two. Have you seen that video where they bleep <laughs> counting or something like that? No. Oh, well, I've got to show you that. He later. always says three so enthusiastically. It's like three. He's the best. Ah, ah, ah. Anyway. You're going to love this video where they bleep <laughs> out count. It is. It's up there with the Melodica Jurassic Park video. Ah, great. Uh, final thing on Dracula is others claim uh, Stoker came across the name Dracula when reading uh, about Romanian history and chose to replace the name Count Wampyr, W-A-M-P-Y-R, that he had originally intended to use for the villain. So imagine if it was called Count Wampyr. Nah, it lame. just doesn't have the same ring. Wampyr, but they don't pronounce W's maybe, so it's Vampyr? It's probably Vampyr. That makes sense. I it say they, <laughs> some people at some times. It probably is Count Vampire, but still Dracula's just that. Dracula's cool. Dracula's Great name. Cool. And it means 
Little dragon. Son of a dragon. Son of a dragon. Little dragon. Who's my little dragon? Dave. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. Oh dear. Sorry. Wow. Well, that's my report on the most fucked up person in the hat. Vlad, that impaling son of a bitch. No, he's bad, isn't it? I didn't like the thinking about being impaled. Sorry, but I felt like if I glossed over it, some people would have been pissed off. Absolutely. Some people have tuned in just for the impaling. I, I was going to say that was that was the key. The th- I think the image of a, a just a forest of people, that's disgusting and amazing. Yeah, Rod Forrest. Rod Forrest. He's my old accountant. <laughs> Rod Forrest, put it there. Put it there, Rod. Right. Good on you, Rod. Bloody got on you there, mate, Rod. Good to see you. Keep, balance the, keep those books balanced, all right, buddy. All right, man. It's all business, Rod. So, sorry, Rod, are you telling me to balance my own books? Why do I need you? <laughs> all right, mate. Well, yeah, the way he said it, you just do it, all right? No, you just do it, mate. It's more I'm, of here, a, I'm, here, I'm more here for encouragement. It's more mate. of a life coach. Balance those bloody books, mate, all right? All right, mate, all right. All right. Uru. He always said Uru, which I like. Uru. Uru. Good on you, Rod. Good on you, buddy, Rod. You bloody done it again. Well done, mate. <laughs> bloody well done. Uh, that is the uh, the end of the report part of the episode, but it's uh, it's time to thank uh, Rod Forrest, who has brought this episode to you. We would like to end this episode by thanking you, first of all, for downloading it, and also uh, to thank a couple of people that supported the show and made it possible via hitting up our Patreon page, patreon.com slash pod for your Patreon needs. If you want to pledge a little bit to the show, even a couple of bucks a month really does help us out. Five bucks helps more. Yeah, $10,000 a month. <laughs> We're not asking much. Even more again. That helps. Yeah, the more you pledge, the oh, more you help. You know what I found out recently? We're over 40% of the way to our US tour goal. Ooh. So excited. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. Wow, that's weird. Like, it could really happen. I know. I think we didn't fully believe it when no, we said it. No, like it was like a pipe dream. A phrase I've never understood. What's oh. a pipe dream? Uh, I think you're high on crack. Crack pipe. Uh, yeah. And you have, you know, those waking dreams when you're, when you're on a crack high. Mm-hmm. Oh. Jess, you relate to this. I get it. I love crack. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, send us money for crack. <laughs> 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 um, uh, you can get stuff in, in, in exchange, including a bonus episode once a month. So that's always a lot of fun. And also, we like to thank a few people that support us. And I would like to ask Matt to kick us off this week. Okay, great. Um, I'd love to thank uh, from Glasgow. Glasgow. Oh, so Glasgow. Oh, I can I say, we'll, we'll get a theme going here. We had Vlad the Impaler. I would like yes. these people to be the something. Okay, great. great. Uh, I'd love to thank Lewis McFadden. Lewis McFadden. Oh, no, it's hard. Well, you've got good Scottish. Mm-mm. Can you do Glasgow? Lewis. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis McFadden. 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 No. Nailed it. No. I was looking at Matt, not Jess. I'm so sorry. No, I don't no, think no. I did either there. Lewis the Cuddly. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis the Cuddly. I like that. He's the anti-hero too. Yeah. You know, he's a, a hero in my books. He knows the antidote to like the Impaler. Yeah. Kill him with kindness. Yeah, that's right. Lewis is a nice, nice, nice person. Lewis or Louis? It'd be Lewis, wouldn't it? He wouldn't be... That's the French way when you say Louis, is it? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Come he's on, so he's cuddly. cuddly. I don't even... He doesn't care about him. Yeah. Who else you got? Louis, Louis McFadden, anyway, from Scotland. Scotland. Mar- he would have said, if Vlad the Impaler is in the room, he's like, oh, uh, murder. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a little bit messy, that. I love when you say murder. Murder. Target. Target. Murder. Murder. Uh, thank you so much, Lewis. You're the, murdering the language right Lewis now. Lewis the Cuddly. Lewis the Cuddler. Is that right? Cuddly. Lewis, Lewis oh, the Cuddly. Scott's have a lot, a lot of people. Robert the Bruce, that's a great name. Robert the Bruce. Yeah, oh, like famous Robert the Scott. Bruce. That's good. Robert the Bruce. It's got to be, if it's the Impaler, it's got to be the Cuddler, I think. Okay, fine. Lewis the Cuddler. And also, I'd love to thank, from Minnesota, Nathan Hansen. I guess it'd be... Nathan the Handsome. <laughs> I just told you what it had. It'd be have the handsomer. The handsomer. He makes people more handsome with his oh, presence. Wow. Nathan, the <laughs> no, handsomer. That's not good. You make people look better p- by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into a room, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly everyone looks real good. Yeah, I was an eight. Now I'm a ten. No, I meant more in a magic way that he lifts everyone, not by his own fugliness. <laughs> He's from Minnesota, which is where the Timberwolves are from. I'm, try- I'm making an effort to get even more into American, North American sport. That's good. It's good stuff. You you bought a shirt from Gary. I did buy a shirt from Gary. It was a sweatshirt. What, what, Gary Steelhead. It's now a defunct team. Now a defunct so, team what, from what, the CBA. Which is the college, is it? Uh, I think it's Central Basketball Association, something like that. Oh, right. So they were, just, they were a semi-pro Semi-pro. League. And, and when did they disband? Like, is this shirt, like, vintage? It is rather they disbanded five or six years ago. They lasted, I think, about nine years. They're my favourite team, full time of any sport after the Saints. Obviously, <laughs> we will be uh, hitting up Gary on that tour. You better one hundred percent. I already mapped out a tour that goes. It's like only seven hour trip. Mm. Get this, seven hour trip from Gary. Yep. To Pittsburgh, where the Penguins live. Yes. And you can on the way. Take in Orkron, Ohio, Perfect. which I still haven't figured out how to say. Still I don't not think. Doing that's it not right, right is that's it? That's not good. Orkron. Oh my god! Stop. It looks like Akron, but they're saying there's W's in the pronunciation. Orkron. All right, great. No good. Nathan the Handsomer and Lewis the Cuddler. I've come up with two solid ones so far, boys. So lift your games. Okay. 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 I would like to thank from London. Our lovely listener who has supported the show, Edith Gordon. <gasps> oh, Edith. Edith Gordon's one of my best friends. Thank you. I said we knew Edith. Oh, yeah. You know Edith. I know Edith. You know Edith? Edith from London? Yeah, well, she's, she used to live in Melbourne. I'm going to see her next week. She's coming down for Meredith in see, a wedding. I said, we know, I, he said Edith Gordon. I was like, well, I know Edith Gordon. He goes, from London? I was like, oh, it can't be the same Edith Gordon then. How she weird. Moved, she moved to London. It is Edith Gordon. <gasps> Edith the Traveller. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Edith the Well done. Okay, and then I would also... Well, hi, Edith, and thank you for supporting the show. Love you, Edith. Love you, mate. I'd love to meet you, Edith. Um, And from North Carolina... (gasps) What's your fact about North Carolina? Michael Jordan played college (laughs) basketball. (laughs) I love that one. Christopher Verrill. Christopher the Shorter. Which is because Michael Jordan oh my God. always wore Stop. his North Carolina University shorts underneath his Chicago Bulls shorts. I learnt that in Spaceballs. No, no, I didn't. What's Space, Space Jam? Jam. Spaceballs. Which is a Star Wars parody by right. Garth Brooks. That's right. not right. Mel Brooks. All right, Jesus Dave, stop Christ. talking, Matt. Garth Brooks. <laughs> I would like to thank, and um, help me out here with some, some great names here, all the way from Missouri, Jason Waltz. 
Jason the Waltzer. Oh, yeah. I want, yeah, Jason the Dancer. Waltzer. All right. It's the only dancer. He can't samba, can he? I reckon he can. He can't Lindy Hop, can yes, he? No, he definitely can. He can, can. waltz. He can. And also do the Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> you still don't know what a Charleston yeah. is. <laughs> you're just moving your arms you're about. You're just making shapes. You're conducting a choir. Look, like you're doing some spells. You're telling people to slow down because like you're had being an electrocuted. <laughs> you're telling a driver to turn their lights on at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> good on you, Jason Waltz from Missouri. Thank you so much, Jason the Waltzer. See, he's a Waltzer. It's oh, definitely Dancer. It's not, it's not Tony Dancer, is it? Fuck no. Look, it should be. I would like to thank from Ontario, great Canadian listener. Tabitha Post. Tabitha the Dogger. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Do you just get a feeling? No, I just, I just, I just try to say the first thing that came to my mind. It, that's like the time you said dash. <laughs> so maybe stop saying the first thing. All right, give me, give me another try. Tabitha, Tabitha Post. Post. <gasps> Tabitha Post. Oft, she's an oft uh, communicator of the interwebs. I'd say. Tabitha the communicator. Tabitha the communicator. Tabitha. That's great. Post. It's very close to an impaler. The poster. Oh, yeah. That's Tabitha good. The poster. I mean, in a lot of ways, we've just changed their surname slightly. No. I thought we were going to go more creative than that. I did. Yeah, you had Cuddler. Cuddler was great. We started strong. And then you guys fucked it. No, Waltzer. Tab- yeah. yeah. Tabitha the communicator. That's nice. That's nice. We started and ended very strong. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, that's like all that any matters. good stand-up comedy set, you start and end strong. We sandwiched. The middle is a mess. Yeah, we do 20 minutes of faffing. Then, oh, uh, we faff way too much. We wrap it up. Let's stop faffing. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much to everyone that does support the show through Patreon. And uh, thanks to everyone that uh, supported before November the 1st. We are going to get our asses into gear and get those Christmas cards mailed out to you a little bit earlier this year, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. And maybe we'll try to do it over a couple of sessions instead of one five-hour <laughs> session at Matt's house late at night. But we might. Maybe we'll do because we're going to do a, uh, one of our new Patreon uh, rewards is a, a Patreon video chat. Maybe oh, we'll set one up at the perfect. at the card session. Because yeah, we listen right. to Christmas carols and we have dinner. It's very cute. We're adorable. That's right. Maybe we should make this announcement on here just in case you didn't see it on our social media or on Patreon itself. We have decided to phase out the golden hat in order to make more people uh, involved in the voting on the topics. Mm. So to make it a bit more in- inclusive, so now the level that was the golden hat, which was limited to nine or ten people, is now open to anyone. And if you uh, get involved at that level, you get to vote on my topic as well as Matt's topic. So two votes a month. And you also get uh, an exclusive video chat, which we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks uh, for the month of November, so the first ever one. So that should be fun, right? Yeah. Really pumped for that. Really pumped. We both sounded pumped. Yeah! It's so late at night when we're recording this. Well, it'll be interesting. We'll have to find a time where people from all around the world can uh, be awake. I reckon it should be uh, 12 p.m. Gary, Indiana time. Yeah, I think that would be great. Do we have any Gary listeners? Oh, my God. Surely someone would have reached out to me if they were from Gary. Surely. Do you live in Gary... If you want to get in contact and you're either from Gary or not from Gary, but if you are, please do get in contact. It's at DoGoOnPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, DoGoOnPod at gmail.com. Yeah. 
please. Drop us a line. And I think the nice, Dave started mentioning this uh, recently. It was something so nice. If you if you can't do any of those other things, uh, just the nicest thing if you can just recommend us to a friend. Um, and we've been getting messages from people saying, oh, I, I heard about this from a friend of mine, and it is fucking so sweet. It's the so best. Nice. And if you could recommend it to the mayor of Gary, Indiana, so we get awarded the key, that would be I so good. I want to get the key to Gary. Imagine you could unlock any Gary hole, any Gary <laughs> lock. Any Gary hole. Matt, no, that's not how keys work, for starters. Isn't that that's, what you get if you get the key to the no, city? You can open any lock? No, it's a symbolic key. Oh, I wondered how that would work. Yeah, I'll the still, Simpsons lied to us. I still want it. Yeah, I want it. And do, but don't put in any Why Gary's teeth holes. marks? Stop it. It would be really cool if we could be um, listed as the official podcast of Gary, Indiana. Yes. I just want to be on their flag. Be, oh, Have you seen their symbol? No. It's, it's pouring liquid steel oh. onto the globe. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> That is so awesome. I took it as a threat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how they intended it. And they're also called themselves the uh, City of the Century. Doesn't oh. not specify what century. Huge call. Love it. I love it. What? Huge really? Call. The City of the Century? <laughs> yeah. You've done a lot of research. I fucking love Gary. Awesome. All yeah. right, cool. Well, let's get out of here so we can get to Gary. Yes. All right, we're going to get to Gary so we can get a bit. Uh, thanks again for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. And until then, I will say goodbye. Yep. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Ottoman Army is here to stay. What's that? It's my song, Ottoman Army. Did you make it up? I made up the parts that said, Ottoman. Dave, do go on. <laughs> so, the bit that you didn't make up was Army here to stay. Yeah. That's a Elvis Costello song. Oliver's Army. But we changed it to Ottoman Army. Ottoman Army is on its way. Ottoman Army is here to stay. And I would rather be anywhere else but here with Vlad the Impaler. It's like when toddlers Whoa, sing to uh, themselves. Uh, oh. That's yeah. what he's doing it's right like now. That's toddlers sing Elvis Costello songs. Yeah. <laughs> which they often do. They often do. Sorry, Dave, about all of that that you'll obviously edit out. Mm-mm. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.